Welcome, everyone, to Hidden Headlines, Faith, Family, Freedom. I'm Brian Sussman. Some of you have come to this podcast, perhaps for the first time, you were intrigued by a post on my website, briansussman.com, and you thought, wow, I should check this out. I've been following this guy on the radio for a long time. Some of you also may have made the same decision via a Facebook post that I recently put up. And, uh, of course, others of you just kind of stumbled upon this podcast and have no clue who I am. But, hey, stick around. Maybe you'll be encouraged. I I certainly hope so. Uh, This podcast is based on that last post at briansussman.com and on my Facebook page, Brian Sussman Show. I say last post because, well, it, it may be. I'm going to elaborate and expand in this podcast because that's the beauty of talking. When I write something, like when I wrote my books, Climate Gates and Eco Tyranny, uh, those are painstaking procedures. Same thing with a blog post, at least for me. Uh, I write it and I rewrite it and I rewrite it and I rewrite it. Quite frankly, I'm never satisfied. But when I talk, the words just come out. And I guess the beauty of a podcast is if I screw up or make a mistake or if there's something I don't like, I can just stop it and start all over again. But the post over at the website and the post on my Facebook page was entitled Waiting and Wondering When I'll Return, unless I change the title. That, that is at least the working title. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That, that's a Bible verse that I just read. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. It's from Psalm 27, verse 14. Now, I realize y- you all are coming to this place from a variety of, of backgrounds. Some of you are not religious. Some of you are super religious. Some of you are Christian. Some of you are Jewish. Some of you are whatever. I get that. And you know what? Uh, This isn't a a wrestling match. This podcast is just me sharing. So wherever you are in life and in your spiritual journey, journey, we'll just leave it at that. But where I am in my journey has always been one of faith that starts with my Jewish roots and moves forward to the enlightenment I received involving Jesus as Messiah. I chose this scripture, Psalm 27, 14. It was written by ancient Israel's King David. And it is one of great encouragement, particularly for those who are finding themselves in a time of trial. And, and I'm in a time of trial right now, my friends. I'm just going to be straight up. This has been, just personally, uh, one of the more challenging legs of the journey I've had in a long time. Like you, I've gone through some really rough patches uh, involving the death of friends and the death of family and and watching friends of mine become very, very sick, oftentimes with cancer and whatnot. Those are very, very rough roads to travel. And some of you may be there right now. To which I would say, take out your Bible or go online and just look up Psalm 27, 14 for yourself. But I'm going to dive into this passage. And I, I think the research that I've been able to 
dig up regarding this passage is going to be very valuable to anyone going through a trial. Um, my trials right now include an affliction, an infirmity, that at times, and I've never gotten into the specifics, I've never told you exactly what that entails. Uh, there is a, There are some words to describe it, and if you're in the medical community, if I said those words, you'd go, boom, got it. Those who aren't in the medical community might say, what? Are you kidding me? He has that? And those of you who are afflicted by this very, uh, very thing uh, would say, wow, I've had that for years. I'm doing great. Sussman, you're going to be okay. Uh, but it's, it's an affliction that has impacted my cognitive well-being, the stuff between my ears. Uh, and as such, I am unable to, with confidence at least, conduct a live radio talk show. So some might be saying, well, you're doing a podcast. Well, guess what? Like I told you earlier, <laughs> if there's a screw up with a podcast, stop, rewind, start over. Can't do that with live radio. By the way, the noise in the background that you may be hearing is my dog, Lulu. Loves coming down to the man cave and hanging out with me when I talk. Other aspects of my life are also compromised by this disorder. It's not just doing a live radio talk show. Um, surfing, I can't go in the waves. Uh, swimming, can't do that. Hot tubbing, got a nice one with a pretty cool view, can't do that either. Uh, even the treadmill, which I love, I can't run on the treadmill, instead I walk. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to become a YouTube video. <laughs> I also own a vehicle that is exhilarating to drive. And uh, that's the other part of this. I can't drive right now. Uh, so my wife and my friends are my chauffeurs. The good news is there are tried and true medicines that should eventually bring my situation under control. Uh for some of you who have been on various meds, you know there's kind of a break-in period, right? And uh, this break-in period has not been easy. It's It's been pretty tough, in, in fact. But I'm confident that everything's going to work itself out. And, you know, it's also possible, it's possible that if the Lord allows, this condition will eventually depart from, from, from me for good. That's a possibility. So before I share my plans going forward, I, I want to elaborate for a moment on Psalm 27, verse 14. Look, it, it's, just, it's just you and me, okay? So if you're not one to get religious, no big deal. No one's listening except the two of us. And hopefully this will be enlightening. The original Hebrew word used in this passage for wait, because the verse starts out, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. The original Hebrew word used for wait is kava. Kava. It implies a type of waiting that includes tension and patience and endurance. In other words, this type of waiting is not passive. It's, it's expectant. You're not just hanging out, doing nothing. You're expecting something to happen. You're expecting an answer from God. So that's the first part. 
another word here is courage. It says, be of good courage. Courage is kazak. It means to be strong. So in this context, it seems that David is telling us to be especially determined during our time of expectant waiting. Be determined. Be determined as you wait that God is going to do something. This verse also uses the Hebrew word ametz, which means stout, strong, bold, and alert. In this particular case, it's entitled, or I should say it's translated, strengthen. And he shall strengthen your heart. And the word for heart is leb. It refers to our inner human, leb. So it's not really the, the heart that beats. It's our mind and our will, the things that make us tick as a human, as a personality. So my personal interpretation of this text would be expectantly and with determination, wait for the Lord to provide remedy. As you do, allow him to enable you to confront the challenge that lies before you, and he will, in the process, strengthen your mind thus permitting you to gain clarity and see what he will slash can slash is able to do, just depending on your situation. You know, oddly, it's not the medical challenges that have caused me to want to wait on the Lord, as I just described it. It's not the medical. The question laying before me is what to do with the gifts and talents God has blessed me with. I... I no longer host a hugely popular radio program. I was in Orange County earlier this week. A friend of mine invited me to a gathering of guys. and These guys were all just monumentally successful. And uh, they were talking about business deals. That They're, they're all wonderful Christian men and uh, just great, great guys, very charitable, all of them, very charitable uh, with their finances. But, you know, these guys have, you know, been in the Wall Street Journal for business deals. And so it was just, it was interesting to hear them talk, saying, oh, yeah, when I, when I sold that company five years ago for $200 million, oh, yeah, well, what are my assets under management right now? Well, I'm managing $19 billion in assets. I mean, these were the kind of conversations taking place. And I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with these guys, and I'm thinking, who am I? I'm, I'm a... I'm a former radio talk show host. My, my net worth is, is peanuts compared to these guys. At that moment in time, I felt I had no significance. But then God reminded me during the course of this gathering with these, with these great guys, God reminded me of a scripture. It's Colossians chapter 1, verses 21 through 23. Colossians is in the New Testament. Whereas the first scripture I shared is in the Old Testament, the Jewish Bible. This is from the New Testament. It's kind of deep, but let me just dive into this and then pick it apart for you really quick. Once you were alienated from God, this is as if God was speaking to me. Once you were alienated from God, Brian, and you were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation, if you continue in your faith, 
established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. So again, kind of deep, but what does it mean? What does it mean? This passage declares that all of us, and boy, especially me, are inherently opposed to the ways of God. However, however, God came to earth in that of a perfect human, Jesus the Messiah, to be sacrificed for our sins, thus reconciling us before our Heavenly Father, and should we decide to place our faith in Him, give us eternal life. So that scripture came to me during this gathering and reminded me that my significance is not based on my net worth. My significance is not based on a hugely popular radio show. My significance is not based on gifts and talents that God's given me. Instead, my significance, like yours, just like yours, just like yours, is based on what God did for me. He died for my miserable sins. And he has promised me life eternal. I mean, that is beyond awesome. So, at the advice of some trusted friends and my always astonishing wife, who, by the way, you know, I, I met my wife. I was 18. She had just turned 18. We've known each other since we were literally kids. We were married when we were 21. I mean, she, the two are one flesh. You betcha. And when she speaks, I listen. And when trusted friends came to me and said something and she confirmed that's what I needed to do, boom, I listened. I am waiting on the Lord. And my friends and my wife have suggested that I sit out for mass media for an entire year. And I'm saying, okay. I'm, I'm, if, you, if all of you guys are coming to me and, and telling me I just need to sit on the sidelines for an extended period of time, I'm, I'm game. This is going to be a time for me to seek God's will and hopefully realize how he would like to use the abilities he has graciously given me going forward. You know, it's interesting to note that that Colossians passage that I just shared was written by the man often referred to as St. Paul. St. Paul. Uh, Paul, St. Paul, if you will, was an Orthodox Jew who formerly hunted down fellow Jewish men who followed Jesus, even putting some to death. And then he shocked everyone because he decides to become a follower of Jesus. And by the way, in the beginning, there were a lot of people who did not believe it. They thought, this is a trick. This is a trap. So Paul, after deciding to follow Jesus, disappears in the scriptures for well over a decade. And what was he doing during those many years? He was waiting on the Lord for direction. God was preparing him for what was to come. And not to compare myself to Paul, but... If I go this route, and I am, I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to sit out. I'm going to wait on the Lord. I'm going to wait patiently 
I'm going to be of good courage and he shall strengthen my heart. I'm going to wait on the Lord. I have no idea what the future might look like. Uh, A blog? A podcast? A video channel? A book? Live speaking? One-on-one communication? Nothing of the sort? (laughs) Full-time backyard gardening? I have no clue, but I am open to whatever God wants from me. So that said, this is my last podcast for perhaps a long time, maybe forever. As of right now, here's what I'm planning for right now. I would like to return for a follow-up in three months. So I'm doing this on May, I think May 5th. This is May 5th. I'll come back May, uh, excuse me, March 5th. March, April, May, June. I'll come back June 5th. And for those who are interested, I'll tell you where I am in this pilgrimage and what God is revealing to me. And we'll take it from there. I do want to say this. I thank you for your outpouring of support. I apologize. I have not responded to most of the people who have reached out to me. But I just thank you so much for thinking of me. Um, I miss uh, the radio show greatly. I'm sorry things didn't turn out uh, the way I was hoping. I thought when I left the airwaves... uh, Brother Brad would get the call to continue my radio show. Uh, but that didn't happen. And listen, it's all water under the bridge. And life goes on. We had a great run. A great run on KSFO. And I'm, I'm grateful for every hour of programming that I was involved in over those 18 years. So again, thank you for your outpouring of support. I eagerly await what is to come And I close by saying this, may the God of all creation richly bless you. Thanks for listening.